Hey, it's your girl Ashley Easton, founder of the Amateur Expert brand, and you're not going to believe what we have coming up for you next. Ooh, tell me more. All right, happy talk Tuesday. Welcome, 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 welcome to the Amateur Expert podcast. Super, super, super excited to have you all with us today. If this is your first time joining, welcome. Um, today we are going to talk with uh, our guest about his career path, his idea of success, and the tips and motivators that he's used along the way. I firmly believe that when you hear other people's story, it's it's inspiring, um, no matter where you are in your journey. So um, we are ready to it to get started. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm so happy that we have you with us today. Happy yes, yes. Today. That I've watched many of them, so it's, it's good to finally be on this side. On the other side, yes. Yeah, okay, so yeah. let's jump right in. Tell me this. Tell me uh, who you are and uh, what you're doing currently for work. Okay, uh, my name is, I'm known as uh, Ashe in the Kapwoda community, something I've been doing for the last 22 years. Uh, besides that, I grew up training martial arts and acrobatics. I come from a family of martial arts and acrobatics, learning since I was a little kid and uh, performed in the circus from when I was four years old to about six and traveled all over. So my life has been filled with uh, just performing and some really interesting things. As you get older, you realize it wasn't uh, conventional. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Okay, so tell me this. So I know that you were sort of born into what you were doing, but I wonder... um, so as a Capoeira instructor and martial artist, um, but I wonder if you were like when you were a little boy, like if you dreamed of being something else or like, what was your dream? What did you dream of being? And like, why did you dream of being that? You know, uh, there's an old video that we did for like Fox News and they asked me what I want to be when I grew up. And I said, own a circus. Um, so I think for the most part, martial arts and learning what we learned was discipline it was something that we had to do and it was scary you know there was sometimes you're doing acrobatic movements where you're 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 trusting the balance on someone's head or stacked up three high so it it required a lot of trust and and martial arts was something that was also discipline so i had to fight and to to train with my brothers to improve but at the same time in acrobatics i had to trust them Mm-hmm. that I wouldn't fall and that they would hold me up and they would be strong enough to keep me up when I was on the top. So those two different things uh, taught me, but it wasn't something that I was like, oh my God, I think once I got older, I realized like, okay, this was actually pretty cool when I would tell people, they were like, wow, that's super cool. Yeah. But as a kid, it, it wasn't like that at first. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so what did you think success was when you were younger? You know what? Um, I think once I start to realize performing in front of people and seeing people clap and mm-hmm. smile and an amazement into, you know, when I run into people, you know, in our neighborhood and, and they would really like what we did, then I start to understand that this, what I'm doing has an effect on people because there was a lot yeah. of training early in the morning, five in the morning. So like, I think success comes when you work really hard and then we perform in someone in front of a crowd, you're able to execute that technique or movement that you train over and over waking up early in the morning and then that one moment of 
really nailing it and getting on on, on point, that started to click. Like, okay, that's what it's about. Because it's a small moment of success, yeah. but a large moment of training. That's oh. dope. Okay. So for those who are watching, sorry, my eye is burning and I don't know, but we're, the show must go on. All right. So here we go. <laughs> so um, for those who are watching and have never heard of Capoeira, um, could you explain that to us? Like, what is it and how did your family become a part of it? So Capoeira is a uh, African Brazilian martial art. It was created by the enslaved Africans in Brazil and they disguised it as a dance it was basically where they was doing these, they, all different cultures, they didn't even speak the same language. And they would come back after a hard day of working in the slave fields, doing everything that slaves do. And they would put on music to make themselves feel better mm-hmm. and dance and move around. And a lot of them didn't speak the same language. They might've been enemies, tribes in different cultures in their country. And they started to dance these you know, natural dance for birth and harvest but never under that much oppression and sadness. Mm-hmm. And it started to develop into this strong martial art. It's funny because I was listening to Dr. Anita Phillips and she was saying there's a, a vagus nerve inside of us that is activated by singing, dancing, mm-hmm. moving side, moving and swinging side to side. I'm like, that's Capoeira and it helps heal the body because it controls the immunity, digestive system and your nervous system. So these, these, these slaves had innately knew that doing this would give them strength to endure the life of, of being a slave. And it's something that's practiced all over the world um, until now. And I shared with you that back in the day, uh, yeah. I used to do Capoeira. I only made it to a green belt. So, you know, very, very basic. Very you said you made it to a green belt? Yeah. That, that was, <laughs> that's the first one, right? Yeah. In, yeah. in certain schools, the, the, their first belt is green. In ours, is a different belt system. But, yeah, it's the first yeah. belt. So, nice, nice. Very rudimentary skills. But I did it, and I enjoyed it. I did enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so I wonder if you can share with us just your sort of trajectory. So you said you've been training since you were four, and then at one point your family was the um, first Black family that was performing with uh, Barnum and Bailey. So, if you could just sort of share that journey with us, and then how to how you became like where you are today. Well, it, you know, I realized that the the strongest lesson that I learned from doing martial arts with acrobatics is discipline. Not only discipline, but understanding self discipline. Because discipline is like my father would wake us up, he would train us, he would discipline us, and we do what he say. But self-discipline is where we would do it all by ourselves without being mm-hmm. told. So as I as I got older, you know, performing, we did halftime shows all over, performing the Grammys. We did a lot of amazing things using those skills. And then when I ran into Capoeira in 98, it was like, okay, I did martial arts. I did acrobatics. Now these are all these things together in one. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like God used those things to prepare me so then when I encountered Capoeira, I had the skills and I, I, I know that I excel a lot faster, but I had the discipline to say, you know what? I was mastering this art form. Now I'm going to start from zero again. And when I went and learned Capoeira in Brazil, I didn't go there and say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a master in martial arts and Kung Fu and I want to learn this. I'm going to be good. No, I was like, I dance. I'm flexible. I fit. And I just slowly learned it. So it was a humbling experience of just mm-hmm. starting new again. But I wasn't starting new. I was starting experience. And then Capoeira is what really the Brazilian community, the element, that whole formative culture has really brought me to be uh, a leader, a, a mentor 
to really engage because Kung Fu is like militant. Capoeira is like family, community. So I think that's when I really excel as, as a teacher and as a leader and also being led by my teacher. And that opened a way for everything because Capoeira is theatrical, Capoeira is music, Capoeira is dance, Capoeira is arts, it's community. It's, it's all those things in one. No, that's dope. Thank you for sharing that. Um, and so how would you define success today? You know what? Um, I think I kind of alluded to it earlier where success is really, and it, the order I get, I realize I have to focus less on the success and more on the, on, on the process of the training, the, the, the consistent discipline to get up every day and train regardless of how I feel. Mm-hmm. Whether if it's music, whether if it's acting, anything, you don't, you don't, you don't need, you don't need a platform. You don't need people to watch you to do it. So I think discipline was the constant thing that I realized that I don't, I, I learned how not to yield to my feelings of like, okay, I need to feel like this, this uh, performing element because it's so small. It's, it's maybe five minutes, ten minutes. So I think um, success for me is doing things that I love the process of doing it when nobody is watching. Mm. And then when I do that, then when I get in front, that's when, uh, that's when God, that's when success, that's when it all kind of happens by itself. Um, but you, we have this saying in Capoeira is that we, we think of Capoeira because it's a Brazilian language. We think of it as a woman, kind of like the talk of Proverbs of, of her being a woman. So woman, all I can do, is prepare myself, stretch myself, limber myself, that when I enter in there, I'm allowed to be used whatever way it needs to be used. Yeah. And I think that's that's the, the, the key to success is uh, preparing yourself so that when it comes, uh, you can endure the weight and the stretch of it because success is is way harder than defeat. It's way harder than, than um, adversity. For every person, for every one person that can handle success, there's a hundred people that can handle adversity. But the actual weight of success is, is is it's hard because you have to become somebody new. That's dope. Thank you. And I so I wonder if you can share um, um, a hardship or a bit of adversity. Adver- ad, well, I can't I can't say the word uh, uh, adversity yeah. that you faced. <laughs> um that uh that you thought you know that rocked you and then how you were able to you know get back on top well i think i think you know i was i was raised by a father from the jim crow south who moved from the jim crow south to chicago where he went from dogs biting and fire holes to now Mm -hmm. going to a black neighborhood where now you got to walk through gang neighborhoods Right. And now you're 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 confronted in being uh, uh, open to crime against your own kind. Right. And he took that and he learned martial arts, he learned acrobatics. He gave us African names. He raised us vegetarians. He he had us fasting his kids. Like all these little small nuanced things that didn't seem important. Mm-hmm. That then I found Capoeira, and Capoeira was created by slaves. It was created by one of the most horrific things of history that is here now. But I think that's been my outlook. But I mean, even 2012 was 2000 into 2012. My father died. Mm-hmm. 
Then right after that, my son almost drowned in Brazil. Then right after that, uh, I, I, I went through a divorce. Back to back. That's there was no break in between. It was like father died, son almost drowned, and then I went through a divorce. But God was faithful in that moment because I remember after my father died, my son almost drowned in Brazil. I was at church. I, 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 I woke up 5 a.m. and I prayed, had a crazy feeling, went to church. Come to find out, right when my son floated to the top of the water, the top paramedic in the city went in and took yeah. pulled him out the water. So God didn't just send anybody. He sent yeah. the top paramedic in Rio. If he's the top paramedic, he was probably want to stay at home. But God was like, you're going to go swimming today. So he went swimming, pulled my son out. And then I felt God saying, get baptized. So I got baptized after that, mm-hmm. and my life got worse. I'm not even going to lie. It got worse. Oh uh, you know, even through uh, after, I, after I went to my divorce, I, I lived out my car for like two years. At the same time, you know, I had a lot of friends, a lot of community people. Like, I was staying at Trevor's house. I was staying over here, house-sitting. But in that moment, God grew so close to me in that moment. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel lonely. I felt connected. I felt super, super, super strong with him in that moment. And then from there, it just built. But mm-hmm. I, I think I think Capoeira was the, not Capoeira, but in relationship with God, but just understanding that the best things come out of the most tough situations. Yeah. And I think that's how I look at everything now. Because if I had to do it all over again, I would do it easily. Wow, wow, wow. Thank yeah. you for being vulnerable and sharing your heart with us. Um, for sure. Oof. Yeah, no, I think that that's a testament to my life as well. You know, things yeah. do get yeah. bad. And then yeah. it's like, yeah. all right, God, like, okay. And then they can get worse a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But then through yeah. it all, he's with you. And so I think that is important to just remember to hold, to hold close to your heart. That yeah. through it yeah. all, he is with you and he's got your back. Um. Yeah. Go ahead. You gonna say something? No, I was gonna say he's faithful. He is that faithful. Part. He don't he don't miss nothing. So yeah. That part for real. Okay, so tell me this. Um, what are some tips and or motivators that you can share with the audience um that you've used? Um so you you know you spoke about your relationship with God and discipline. What else can you share with us for things that you've used along your journey? You know what? Um I think uh, what I've realized and I think I didn't, I realized it later is that um, less is better. You know, Mm. I think a lot of times when we have goals, when we have dreams, we want to chip off the biggest part right away. And the reality is that it didn't, it don't work like that. It's baby steps because it, 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 it's, it's, uh, I say it, um, it builds interest. Every time you're taking 1%, step towards what you go, mm-hmm. you don't realize you're making 1%, but that 1% is being deposited in your faith mm-hmm. and it builds interest. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. before you know it, over a, over a year's time, you don't got 1% better every day, but that, 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 that 1% accrues interest in yeah. all type of benefits and et cetera. So when you finally get there, you are, you are prepared for that position. Cause uh, I know for a fact that if you take if you take fast steps to get where you at, I guarantee you, um, what you may lose of yourself personally may be more than what mm. that success is going to give you. So, um, my one of my f- 
favorite books, um, Atomic Habits. Like he 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 broke it down so precisely to where a lot of things that I was doing, he was doing. Like I'm like when I when I uh, when I read my Bible or when I journal, like I'm I'm really uh content about getting stuff out of my head and on paper yeah. so like if i got a problem i'm gonna write it down if i got it uh something important i'm gonna write it down if i got an idea i'm gonna write it down and i'm constantly pushing stuff out of my head but then sometimes when i feel lost i can go back and look at those journals look at mm -hmm. look at the work that i put in and mm -hmm. then i can say oh my god i've been putting in the work all i need is i don't need a hundred percent of the vote i just need fifty percent of the vote so Long story short is that when you want to become who you want to become, all you need is 51%. You can become the president by 51%. You can become the president just by being that little tip over. So mm -hmm. smaller the better. I love that. Thank you for sharing. So earlier you mentioned discipline and self-discipline. And so uh, I just started back on my gym, you know, uh, attendance as of this morning <laughs> <She said> <laughs> <laughs> but i wonder if you could speak to how you're able to uh stick through and stay disciplined because it's very easy to like you said succumb to your flesh or succumb to your yeah. your own desires like i'm sore you know i work yeah. out so hard i i deserve a break or like so how yeah. how do you personally um uh, stay disciplined and how can you ha teach us to do the same well it, it's it's funny because uh in, in the book of time he tells a story of this trainer that was training this, this girl she lost like 100 pounds and her job was to go to the gym stay for five minutes and leave and what she did is that for like three four weeks every day She'll get off from her work, whatever it is she's doing, get her stuff together, get to the gym, work out for five minutes to leave. People are like, what What are you accomplishing by that? More important is she was accomplishing, instead of folks who don't try to lose the weight or whatever she wanted, she had to become the person that knows how to get their stuff together, get ready, and get to the gym. Don't let the couch pull you. Don't let the TV pull you. Because, you look, I'm going to go there. I'm only going to be for five minutes. You don't know that you're rewiring your brain yeah. to actually commit to an action. And once you commit to that action, then you start to change. So I think less is less is less is better. And I'm learning that less is better. Uh, you don't need a lot. You got enough already, whatever it is. You know, there's only three. There's only three main colors. There's only five taste buds. There's only three mm -hmm. architectural shapes. But you put that in the right hand and they go infinity. So I have to teach myself that whatever I got is what I have. And if you only got. 10 minutes to work out, walk around the block, uh, you know, whatever it is, it is enough if you stay consistent with it. So when you soar, just allow yourself that if you train a little bit, you're going to get more out of it than not doing anything at all. I love that. Bite size, bite size. Bite, bite size, size, man. Less elephant is bite one more. bite at a time. I love it. Okay, so as y'all know, I am not just the host of the Amateur Expert Podcast. I also am the founder of Affirmed Armor, which is the clothing and apparel brand um, that is, uh, <laughs> Megan said it is enough. Yes, a little bit is enough. Yeah. Um, and so with um, Affirmed Armor, we are... Um, we are very big on affirmations and giving yourself what you need. So I wonder if you can share with me one of your go-to affirmations or affirmation that you like to say to yourself or with others. Man, um, 
Um, I, 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 I read uh, Joe Osteen's book, I Am, and I Am's are like, uh, they're like protein for the mind. They're like uh, pre-workout for the mind. They're everything for the mind. So, um, but he has a partner where he says, um, uh, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. He basically says, um, he, he has this whole thing that he says is a basic affirmation. My brain is going blank on it right now. But he's basically saying, you know what? I'm going to accomplish all my dreams, the right people in my future, the right opportunities are chasing me down. What was meant to harm me is going to be used for my good. I have a good personality. I'm well-liked. I'm good to be around. Like, he has this whole thing that he says, and I literally, I live by that. Because you you have to beat your mind to it talking. Because... Mm -hmm. When you wake up early in the morning, the first thing you have to do is you have to you have to speak to your mind first. Because if you don't, your um your mind is gonna speak to you. Your body, I hate this is from a Russian. Your body is not your friend. It will it will make you eat things. It will make you do drugs. It'll make you do everything against you. So That's once you understand that you you are living in, I know this sounds crazy. You're living in the enemy territory. That it has its own agenda. And if you don't set the agenda of your body, then it is gonna it is gonna pull what it needs to pull. And I'm preaching this to I'm preaching this to myself, whether if it's attention, whether if it's my eyes, like I have to consistently um uh just pull myself back because you know your your body your body wants to do something opposite from you at times. <laughs> That's real. That, yeah. That's that's where my body did not want to go to the gym today, but I, my mind said we're going. Come on. We are going. Come on. Um, so I want to thank you for doing Definitely. the show with us today. I want to give an opportunity for you to show how we can support you, share how you how we can support you. Yeah. If you have any shows or anything, classes coming up, um, let us know where we can follow you, all the things. Okay, well, um, uh, I teach Capoeira. Capoeira is like my, it's my community. I teach uh, kids, adults. I start all the way from uh, two years old, 18 months and up. Um, so you can, you can, if you're on social media, it's Capoeira Brazil with an SLA. Uh, I'm a Black Panther Court. I'm a black belt in Capoeira. I named kind of all my belts, long story. Um, and then or capoeirabrazil.com. Look out also, we we just shot a concept trailer for our story um as uh acrobats in the circus. And that was like let's surreal. Talk, let's talk about that. Yeah, th that was surreal. I was telling because Trevor played my father. And the little kid that played me, when they was on the set the whole day, Trevor's like, yo, you're my teacher, you're my capoeira teacher, blah blah blah. And they're hanging out there eating lunch. They're like in the dress room. They're playing games. Like he's sitting on his lap. And mind you, I was like four or five years old. I woke up the day after the shoot and I'm like crying because it was almost like God showed me my relationship with my dad through my student as it was all going on. And it was like, so that was, that was, that was such a deep experience. And when you look at the show, it, it, it's 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 I think it's, it's it's an amazing concept because it's really showing a black family who who did some amazing things and to realize how strong your mind is, how strong your kid's mind is. My dad made me believe I can balance on my head. And I didn't even question it. Yeah, I juggled upside down. Okay, now you're gonna get on top of somebody else, three high, and you're gonna balance on your head. 
that that's how strong my belief is. So I, that I that I just believe them and I did it. Yeah. So w what I what I learned from that is that you you have to understand that when you have a belief that something you want to do, it's gonna happen. I I don't care. It's gonna happen. It's only if you stop. So. I'm excited about that. Please uh, uh, stay on the lookout for that. It's actually amazingvitas.com. We got apparel as well. And just, uh, yeah, continue to look out and support us. And uh, it's going to be exciting once it uh, fully happens. Awesome sauce. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, so I am the ex amateur expert, and I know a little. Oh, I spelled it wrong. Um, I know a little bit about a lot. So I would love if you could share with me one random fact a tidbit of information. Now you dropped a lot of jewels already, so I don't want. I'm not trying to negate everything okay. you already said, um, but it just one something like boom to to knock us out. I I think, and this is something that man, I, I look back now to realize my dad was like a deep thinker. Um, fasting, it is it, it, is the craziest thing, but it is the own. It is it is one of the main practices that I think because I didn't grow up in the church. So I found it on my own and I looked at it differently. If you fast and you pray, I guarantee you it's going to change. It's mm -hmm. a fact. It is, it is one of the only ways to truly, truly humble yourself. And uh, I would love to see more of us and more of us of faith use that too. Um, um, my dad fasted 480 days without eating. He was, he was, he was a deep person. Now, um, I, I, I fasted. I do 21 days every year. In the beginning of the year, I fast from uh, generally the 24th all the way to like the beginning of the year. Um, and that right there has changed my day. And I fast one day a week, every every week. Um, and I promise you, that's the way that you're gonna, you're gonna change your life. That's that. for sure. Y'all heard it here first fasting let's do it let's get on it we can do a corporate fast together let's, wow. we can figure out how to make it happen but i believe i believe i believe um again yeah. i want to thank you thank you thank you thank you for being Anytime. on the show thank you for sharing with us if you or anyone else you know are interested in being on the show definitely hit us up uh the link is in my bio i know that's corny to say but it is the truth um i hope you all have a blessed tuesday and we will see you next week take care y'all